There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. to the Wise Men Say podcast. We're back to look at another draw. Uh, home to Burton Albion on Tuesday night and ahead to a very exciting trip to the DW Stadium on Saturday afternoon as Sunderland face Wigan Athletic. I'm joined by Tom Walsh. Hello, Tom. How are we? Uh, hi, Matthew. I'm glad you said the draw just then because for some reason I had it in my head that we lost. No, so, we, we scored a, a, a miraculous last-minute equaliser. <laughs> Weren't you watching? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> I was. I don't know, these, these uh, I don't know, other things have been going on. Why, what, collector build magazines? <laughs> no, it's that bear we saw on Sky oh, News. Oh, the bear that's uh, on the run from the police. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's good. I like that. I like that yeah. people tag me in that sort of stuff. Well, a man uh, who is also here with us and probably to shed some positivity on the situation is Jimmy Ray. Hello, Jim. Hello. Good afternoon. Nice to you be right? here. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, nice. good. Um, I'm just, uh, yeah, just trying to be as positive as I can. Oh, you don't sound positive, James. Well, yeah, well, it's it's not been great, has it? No, really. it hasn't. We've been we've been trying to tell you this for ages, but you keep, you keep being adamant that it's fine. Right? It's, oh, I wouldn't go that far. Well, it's Tuesday night. Obviously, um, we managed to rescue a point against Burton Albion. Um, how did you How did you feel, Jim? After that, was it a Was it? I don't know. Did the, did the equaliser make any difference at all? Um, I think. I think, like in a way, it did because um, not as much different. I mean, this, as I like actually. I'm going to start by saying this is not me trying to trying to be, you know, justify things that are unjustified. I'm not trying to say everything's great or whatever, but I will say that the equaliser in the last minute is is generally quite a good thing. I think it put us back in. In the top six, um, hopefully, maybe just maybe we ended the game on a slightly more positive note. Uh, we didn't play well at all, um, being the massive caveat as we haven't done for weeks. Um, so, to to sum it up, basically, no, not really. Um, I, I, I think I think that if it's used in the right way, you know, it, it can it can maybe be more positive for the squad. I don't blame any anyone any fans for still being incredibly sort of pissed off with everything and the way it's going because that's how you know that's that's what we have in front of us. But I think for the team it seemed, you know, that that could be something that they could hold on to and maybe use because one of the main issues we've had since that Bolton game, if not before, is just a massive lack of confidence throughout the squad. And it seems that like each result would just pile up on the previous one. And last minute goals to to equalise um 
even if it's against Burton, well, I think when you've been on the run we've been on, um, that hopefully will have just given them a little bit of something, but, you know, it, maybe a bit of energy. Obviously, it's a big game on Saturday. Not as big as it would have been on Saturday, obviously. It's just a game now. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. But um, Alex, I know I know, it's been, I've not, I've not been on since we've appointed him, but I, I think he... Uh, as Tom, I know Tom and you and you both said, like I think he is a good manager for this level, and I think hopefully he can maybe use what we have, what we can take from that game in the right way. I, I sort of trust him to do that, maybe more so than I would have done the previous manager in terms of he, he wasn't like leaping around, you know, doing forward rolls and whatever because because we scored an equaliser, but he can sort of use it in the right way. Um, I, I agree. So, I, I agree. Yeah. With, I, yeah, I do agree with that. I think what I would say is that I don't think he. I don't think he picked a particularly good team on uh, Tuesday night, Tom. A uh, very confused sort of lineup with Carl Winchester just playing in every, seemingly every position going. Um, yeah. I just, he sort of, I don't blame him particularly because he's still kind of, I mean, I, I imagine has no idea what sort of squad to pick. Um, yeah. And who, let's be honest, who does? Because it's such a mess. But yeah. um, it was a bit, you know, confused. Yeah. I mean, when I saw the team sheet and it was like Stuart and Defoe, I was like, how's, mm. how's this going to work? Well, it didn't. Um, well, it didn't, obviously. <laughs> but I, I, I have to, like, I can't, the, the team selections <clears throat> and the formations have been a bit odd since Alex Neal came in. But I think he's kind of just riffing it given what's at his disposal. Yeah. Because he again, he mentioned the fact that the young players are dead on their feet, and the ones we have in reserve, the older guys, aren't fit enough or not up to match fitness yet. So I think he's just kind of like rolling with the punches and just seeing what works and what doesn't. And unfortunately, he's not stumbled across anything really that's that's uh, that's worked. And as Jimmy touched on then it's like yeah you come into a team where confidence is on the floor because of the farcical nature of what happened in the two games prior to his appointment that were just managed by a man and like with no kind of strategy or anything that was going on so yeah again I can't put too much on on him for this but it is a bit it was a bit of a, a weird one uh, especially considering we had lots of wingers and didn't play any of them. I mean, uh, yeah, sorry, Jim, go on. I was just going to say that quickly. I think, I think as well, especially like with, with the Gooch thing, I noticed a few people before give off wondering why he was starting Gooch. I think, I think he, especially with the wingers and stuff, he's trying to give everyone a start. He gave Diaku a start in the last game. He gave Clark a start in the one before. I think it's one thing, obviously, to watch these players in training, but I think there'll be an el- a certain element of, of um, sort of still wanting to see how they perform in the match day in a match day scenario and, and uh, as weird as the formation was and it was a strange one um, I think like Tom said he's almost just trying to see what works who can who can do what jobs and where and that's kind of one of the main pitfalls of appointing a manager this late in the season is, is that you are going to have managers do this and let's not forget managers who are pointers earlier in seasons will regularly do that where they'll, they'll chop and change teams to try and find out what works it's just because we're where we are and what we need, it obviously is going to be questioned more, but I don't blame him for doing it other than um, I don't really think that the Winchester um, position, and I, I'm loath to blame Winchester too much because it's it's not really his position. However, I think he 
isn't necessarily didn't cover himself in glory defensively. I thought he did okay going forwards. Into you know he had a few shots and stuff, but even then he just seemed to not really know what he where he was supposed uh, to yeah, be. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree, but like I actually thought his the performance he had, if he'd been playing in centre midfield, it would have been a good performance. He put oh in. yeah, absolutely, because he was like yeah, everywhere. Yeah. But the things like, he did well was like central midfielder type things. Yeah. It was just when he was like the positioning for their goal, it was yeah, he's not a right side of centre back, so yeah. he's not going to really. I mean, it's all well and good, like, you know, people tell them this is what you do when you're right inside centre, but when it's happening in the game, um, I can see why he struggled. But I agree, I thought he did he did do some good things as well. And he's he's obviously one of the main examples. I think the other one people picked up on was Pritchard playing out wide. I don't think Pritchard really does play out wide. I think he sort of drifts in. I think he's nominally starts out there, but he, he, he kind of has a bit of a free role, which suits him. Because, again, he, he's... He's sort of quite tenacious in the way he wins the ball. He, uh, he's always trying to create things, and and he was him 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 probably Matete, and I think argued well. So obviously Stewart got the goal, but I think I think Pritchard and Matete have been possibly the only two players who've stood out consistently in the last few games. So actually, you know, kind of getting you know covering ground, getting stuck in, and um, I think yeah, there's there's a nucleus of something for him to work with there. But I, I wouldn't rush back to that formation he started with. No, I, 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 I just think no, it certainly wouldn't. But I, I just think like with Pritchard being out wide, like and give it like we've seen he's been given a free role. Then he has, but I think when you just on Tuesday night, I think what we've certainly what I saw is well, Pritchard out wide is going to drift in anyway, which kind of leaves him just where Defoe was, which means that you've got nobody out wide. Yeah. You've got an ineffective Defoe because he just looks like a man who is forty. And you've got three wingers, you've got three, but then you've got yeah, but then you've got three wingers just on the bench, like sat scratching their ass. So we know now that, like, if you didn't know already, that just play Pritchard behind Stewart. Like, yeah, like, it, I was quite surprised that like Jack Clark didn't start instead because yeah. I wouldn't have started to foe because he's not fit and he, he's, he's not, not he's not going to last. Well, he didn't last ninety minutes and. In the whatever system we're using, it doesn't have it doesn't have a system which is um, Stuart that has Stuart and Defoe in the same team no. because Stuart isn't isn't a Charlie White. Say for instance, we, we it was last season mm-hmm. and we had Charlie White, <laughs> and that would make more sense to have a Defoe because yeah. Charlie White's more of a can be used more of a target man, whereas Stuart is just not that player. So. I don't. I, it just defaults like a passenger in the throughout the whole, whole match, and we're only having him on on the pitch because people are clamouring for him to start. I think everyone. I think lots of people have got it in their head that we're going to get 2015 Jermaine. That will that what we bought. We haven't. We bought eight minutes at Rangers, Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. So I I saw this clamouring for him to start, and even like people giving Alex Neal stick. About what was he yeah. going against starting Jermaine Defoe? He's 39 yeah. years old, he's played eight minutes of football. Well, he's like the same age as Alex Neal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think the, how, how much better we looked when Clark came on as well. Like, because he, again, had put in a good performance like yeah. he did at, at Wimbledon. And he is clearly um, an impressive. From what we've seen of him, he's, he's impressed me insofar as he's. 
He did he did tire a bit at Wimbledon after starting it, but I think his impact he had a good impact at Cheltenham when he came on. I think again yesterday in in the, the um Anyway, talk about yesterday. Yeah, yesterday he, came, he, he came. He came on it. He came on against um, uh, Milton Keynes on Saturday. Oh, that was sorry. That was it. Yeah, and he just seems to create. And he, I like the way he moves with the ball, the way he takes people on, and also he's quite tenacious defensively as well. And I think we did look better, uh, more balanced when he came on. For, and obviously, he came on for Defoe as well. I, I agree. Um, I, like I like him. I, I think there's obviously he, he, he may be a bit wasteful. He, may, you know, he might. He might Get a bit overcomplicated at times, but I think I agree with. I think Chris uh, Chris Weatherspoon was saying in the chat. At least he's exciting. Like yeah, at least yeah. he's a bit exciting to watch, rather than like some loser trying to like. He'll definitely get goals and assists him, if we play him. He will. He will get goals and assists. He he's that type of. You can yeah. see he's his ability. He, he's his ability is levels above this league. You can see that. In, this is him not even that fit. And he's, mm. He beats his man so easily. He, he has time. He gives himself. He doesn't rush. He puts balls in. He got the assist, obviously. Um, and he should have got another, another assist for Stewart as well on Saturday. Um, because, you know, when he, when he didn't control, when, when the ball was fired, he didn't control it. I just think that he, he, he he's shown more, I think, than any winger. I think Diaku, um, obviously, is wildly inconsistent. I think the best version of Diaku can also be effective. But... His inconsistencies. I, I, I don't think a Diaku works in a team that's really low on confidence. No, he needs. That's, he, yeah, that's he needs to be in a team that's kind of like what we were pre um, pre twenty twenty two. He's kind of like you know rock and rolling team where I don't think Diaku's he hasn't got the doesn't seem to have the demeanor of a player that's going to dig you out of a of a hole. Whereas like I don't know. I like the Clark's got a bit more kind of a, a swagger about him. Mm. So maybe he could make stuff happen. And let's be honest, he's probably the best of what is now looking like a terrible January transfer window. Yeah. Well, you can see why Spurs signed him really. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I like, mean, I remember you said that on the pod after the window shut, just like, you know, you, you, you'd, you'd presume he's going to look good because yeah. of where, you know, what he's done previously in his career. And obviously, even last year at Stoke, it was only half a season, but their fans in the Championship seem to, seem to rate him as well. So, he, had, uh, yeah, he's probably going to have the impact that maybe... I mean, Patrick Roberts, obviously, for whatever reason, presumably he's just not fit, isn't, isn't getting the game. Like you said, Diaku isn't possibly the right man for this, what we need right now. So, it's going to have to be Clark to step up and hopefully he's showing the signs that he will. It, it just says so much about like the January window that we say, we're just saying about these players that brought in and they're not fit. It's like you say there about Roberts, that, that is, looks like a dreadful sign because he's been, there's no point of him being here if he can't he's been, play. He's been here six, eight weeks and he's played what, like 10 it's, minutes? It's a, waste <laughs> of ta- it's a waste of time. That. He could have gone, yeah. he could have gone into league one, found a more like, a better winger who knows how to play in this division and also can just play. Because yeah, I said well, this when the window shut, there's no point of buying these players if they can't play. The only player they signed in that mould was Matete. He's come in, he started, yeah. and he's now he's a yeah. starter. Yeah, that makes he, sense. He, he is, and that <laughs> makes sense. But again, he's a kid who, who plays centre yeah. midfield. He's going to make we're asking, mistakes. We're asking a lot of him. We're asking a lot of him. I mean, he, he yeah. has made the odd mistakes. He's done a lot of good stuff, but he has made mistakes. He well, he has. He gave it away twice against Milton Keynes. I know he's mm. fouled for the first one, but. He gave two goals away. Like I, I like him. He's clearly got something, and he's bright, and he he uses the ball really well. He's tenacious, but 
He's he's twenty years old. He's a kid. He's not, he's quite naive. Like yeah, yeah. that's not you his want, fault. You want you want like uh, Max Power, for example. To be <laughs> yeah, you beat me to it. Yeah, you know that type that type of mid though, like an experience. If we had him, yeah, like he's obviously Corey Evans isn't that man. He's don't want to talk about him. Don't want to talk about him. I don't want to. He's a loser. He is a midfield partner, isn't he? And he's just like. He, but just yeah, put Winchester. Almost, yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, like you know, Winchester's got more of the character because you can see Winchester cares. He shows it, and he does try. And yes, he makes mistakes as well because he's obviously play, playing when he when when he's at his best. He's probably playing at the height. Like this is not against Winchester, but I just think that as good as he can be. He is very much a player of this level. So when yeah, he's well, at his best, of course he is. I, we yeah, signed yeah. him from a league below, and I, I yeah, exactly. I so he's twenty nine. I don't, I don't yeah. feel that Winchester, but at least he's a physical presence yeah. and he can move. And, and he cares. Corey and he talks, Evans. And he, I don't know what it is. What does Corey Evans do? I mean, he he's doesn't played. do anything. He just gives. There was yeah. a moment in the second half on Tuesday when he literally controlled the ball and just went out of play, and he just went like an old man. <sighs> I heard it. I was like, right, was like, what are you doing? And people were trying to tell us at the beginning of the season that Max Powell going or yeah. players in his position was fine because we brought in Corey Evans, yeah. who at his last club, he said, he's never, ever fit. And when he and is he doesn't fit, really care. Not very, yeah, he's not very good. <laughs> and I was like, right, really yeah, climb it's on. Not even, it's not even just his ability. For me, it's his attitude. Like, it stinks. It's like he just. Doesn't... I think part of it is like, that he's so slow; it almost looks like he doesn't he care. Just, yeah. yeah, but like um, I don't think he. I don't think he. I don't particularly think he doesn't care. I think he's just. No, crap. I just think he, I just think as well. Like he must know he's one of the senior players in the team, and he plays in a position where he's the captain. You, where he's <laughs> captain. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, and, you, and players in, in centre mid like him are supposed to have it. Well, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's true. they often have a bit about them, and a bit you know, a bit more of like a. Have just have something about you. He's just like a nothing, like he's got nothing. Yeah, no, it's like what, it's like what he's he doesn't bring anything to the table. Like obviously he's had the odd good half, and he can be quite good on the ball occasionally. But it's like we need a lot more. And like you just said there, Tom, it's it's the 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 way what he need what we needed him to be based on the fact that we sat we're getting rid of Max Power to replace him. We needed somebody like Max Power, but better. And yeah, we've got somebody nothing like back. Max Power and worse. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly what we said at the time. It was all—it's no problem getting rid of him, but you had to yeah. get someone who either was of the same level or better. And we've got someone who's not even on that level and gives you nothing and doesn't and, play. And, and then, or like, if he's not doing that, he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. Whereas at least if Max Power was the leader of the dressing room, so even if he wouldn't be playing, he'd still be. There, he'd still be a presence. He'd be speaking to people. You can see the way that, like, the squad, like, he, people, younger players looked up to Max Powell, and you can yeah. see that. It's not Whereas even just him. Nobody's like, nobody, look, nobody looks up to Evans, do they? We let, not, we, no. You know. we, we let, like, Dross go, like, Scowen, yeah. who is crap, but is no worse than Evans. Like, in yeah. terms of the effect on get, like, Scowen was just one of my least favourite players we'd ever had. But he'd play every game. <laughs> yeah, like, he every yeah. week. And at least had some kind of like Evan. Didn't have like knees. What is the point in him? Anyway, I'm sick of talking about him, and I'm sick of talking about that Burton game because it's crap. Oh, um, just one, just one last thing on Max Power. I don't want to be like kind of totally revisionist about him because he did have a lot of bad games for us. He did. I'm not, I'm not he's saying he's this, quite a lot. Yeah, I'm not saying he was this perfect player, but 
You just see what what he's doing at Wigan, mm-hmm. and yeah. playing at fullback quite a lot as well. Well, he was quite we, good at right. We back made back him. We made him. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we started, yeah. <laughs> Thank and you. I ju- just want to say that <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the, as well. The one other thing we should recognise just quickly about yes about uh, Burton Gate was just Stewart with his twentieth goal. I think if nothing else is a positive. I think fair play. They, 20 goals at this stage of the season. If we didn't have him, we really, really would. Well, it'd be nice, like uh, in, yeah. nice for Huddersfield next season when he ends up there. Yeah, I just wanted to recognise that because realistically, like he's he is top like top goal scorer in the league by a couple of goals, and if, if, he he is if at least if nobody else, he his performance level doesn't really. I know he he, he misses chances. He doesn't always look as good as he can do, but I've not seen him have. A particularly bad game for us yet this season. By his standards, maybe yeah, but by the standards of everybody else, I, I think the bad thing as well. Phenomenal amount of work in, and I he, think he's earned everyone those twenty goals. I think the bad, the, badly. the bad games he has had, you kind of forgive him really, but um, because of the you know the well the twenty goals, goals he's got, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, that's enough about that. I'll take a break um, and then come back and talk about. Max Power again and his uh, friends at Wigan. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Summoned to face a rather daunting trip to Wigan Athletic on Saturday afternoon in what four or five weeks ago promised to be something that may or may not decide the top two or give us a good idea of the top two towards the end of the season. Well, we already have quite a good idea of what the top two is going to be and Sunderland are not going to be in it. We uh, currently lie 10 points behind Wigan Athletic um, we're going to have to excite who have three games in hand. Sunderland, <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, climbed back into the playoff places on on Tuesday night. But uh, thanks to that late equaliser and uh, Wickham's ability, seemingly now also decide to lose every game. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Wigan beat Wickham on on uh, Tuesday. It, yeah, it's. I mean, just looking at the form table over the last ten games, uh, top of the table, uh, Bolton actually they've won eight of their last ten. Wigan are fourth. They've won. They've won six. Um, they've Ooh, where stole, are we? 
Unfortunately, I have to, I'm just having to scroll down because an <laughs> advert has appeared at the top bottom of the screen and I have to click and stop seeing this ad. Uh, we're behind the advert. see Sunland as we languish in 20-second position. Oh, yes. Um, with our solitary win coming against Portsmouth in the last 10 games. That, that'll, actually... that'll, that'll drop off that 10 games. <laughs> yeah, well, actually it will, yeah. So we've got, if we go, if we ages ago. the last six games, uh, we're going to sixth, they've won three of them, and we are 23rd, because our Portsmouth game has indeed dropped off. Then we've got two points from our last six games, which is, frankly, abysmal. That's yeah, it's yeah, not really overly confident going into this one, if I'm honest. <laughs> I did find it funny, like, well, if you if you think back to, like, after we just, when was it, like, 30th of December, whenever we beat Sheffield Wednesday yeah. 5-0, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we're a couple points ahead of Wigan now, but, you know, they've got those games in hand, but, you know, they're never going to, you know, you never, doesn't mean you're going to win them all. And now we're 10 points behind and they still have three games. Yeah, crazy. It's, it's funny uh, that with games at hand, it's like, when we have them, it's because that because I was one of the people who thought that because I was thinking, well, games at hand don't equal points on the board. We know that because look at what happened to us in previous years. But it seems that with Wigan, <laughs> they, they have just actually done what... You know, I think, I think what do. really helps if you've got games in hand is the team that you're chasing loses all of their games. Yeah. <laughs> so effect, effectively, we're now going to need Wigan to do what we've just done. Yeah, they need to lose to pretty much every game now and we have to win a lot. Um, well, yeah. yeah, this is the issue that we've uh, given ourselves <laughs> here. <laughs> we're going to not probably going to lose every game. Just looking at that, uh, you mentioned, Tom, that the 30th of December it was when we beat Sheffield Wednesday 5 0. Uh, we mm-hmm. went top of the league. Day. We went top of the league last that night. Um, moved on to 49 points, to which we've added seven. Uh, <laughs> we went, uh, we won four points clear of Wigan, who, who did still have three games in hand. Rather interestingly, uh, we were 23 points clear of Bolton, mm-hmm. um, who were in 15th place. Um, and we are now not <laughs> that far ahead of Bolton. We five are points. now, we are, yeah, we five are five points, points clear of Bolton. <laughs> so we've added minus 16 swings to yeah, Bolton. Yeah, so <laughs> even more interestingly, though, their, um, their goal difference then was minus four, and it's now 10, and ours is 11. Like, <laughs> it's it, it's really it's just, it's just terrible. Like, the, what we've managed to do here is, is, is frankly, even by our standards, remarkable. Yeah. It, when we went top of the league, our goal difference was 21. It, it, <laughs> it, it's mad. It, the whole, we were 25 goals better off than Bolton. It's, it's just mad. What a mess. But anyway, in, in terms of uh, team, I'd like to see Clark start. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't want Defoe anyway. Stuart up top on his own. Stuart no, he can't we could almost, be. You could, we could almost do 4-3-3, three, three, couldn't we? I don't know. It might be another. Go for like, it. It could be like what Lee Johnson used to do, like in these like early days of his reign, was like spin the wheel and throw a dart. Yeah, and like who's it going? Who's going to play right back this week? If you look at just looking quickly here at Wigan and their usual formation, they tend to. Where are we? Yeah, they they tend to do. They tend to play four at the back. So 
They just have we better don't players need, than us, we though. Don't, we don't, yeah. Well, I mean, it's also I'd say they, that... Yeah, they're a team yeah. that just... They get it done. It's like... Yeah, that, I think it's more that. I, I don't think... I mean, we, we've beaten them twice this season. And obviously, we've tailed off, but... I, I'm not worried about them in terms of, oh my God, they're so much better than us. Like maybe Rotherham are. I think it's more like Tom said, their mentality. Like Wigan are like ruthless. Like they they just will, they find a way. They found a way. I mean, look, at, they were losing against Wickham. They've had yeah. so many times. You check yeah. the scores at half time and Wigan aren't winning. And then you look at the end and they've won. They've had yes. last minute winners and all that. Yeah. It's like, that's the kind of, I think showing yeah. that earlier in the season when I think they went down to Plymouth and won, won in the last minute. And they've they've had a few of those where they've just, Did it just yeah just got it over the line. And it's like when you look at teams like that, even early on in the season, it's like that's what teams who get promoted do. Yeah, and we haven't done apart from like I'm not having a last minute equaliser against Burton Albion doing that, but we haven't had anywhere no. we've just we've got it over the line in like. We face like adversity and we've managed to do it. That Wickham game would be yeah. a perfect example of doing that, but we didn't. We stacked it the last second. And that's no, not we, what yeah. teams that go. Yeah, that's that's worse. Really, yeah. if that's to Wigan, do it and then... Wigan, they score the goal we score, but they don't then get bullied from a corner. But no, they do that and then bring a centre-half on and make sure that you defend it properly rather than like fanning it on with it and playing it. uh, Well, if it's Wigan, they just wouldn't have played the fucking game, would they, with half a squad? But that's like another matter entirely and that also can be pinpointed as to where this all started to go wrong, but never mind. Um, (laughs) uh, In goal, obviously, Hoffman's back from illness or injury or whatever the issue was. I mean, if he's fit, play him. Well, I, 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 yeah, uh, I, would, I would agree. I thought I actually thought Patterson did okay um, on, on Tuesday, made some good saves, but the goal did go across him. Um, hmm. I'm not blaming him for that, really, but, it, you know, he might be a little disappointed with it. Um, but he kept to, he kept us in it, to be honest, with a couple of one-on-one saves um, and one in the first half, which was really good sort of point-blank one. Um, so I'd just flip a coin, probably, pick the goalkeeper. Um, centre half. Um, Emily Danny Bat's gonna gonna play right. Manager's name Alex Nails already has uh, already <laughs> alluded to the fact that he would like to not play Callum Doyle, but has just got no choice. Um, I actually think that the choice has to be taken out of his hands because Doyle cannot play on Saturday. He's, he's knackered and he's, he's also well, I mean, he's he's a bit shite as well. <laughs> Danny Danny Bart was on the bench, wasn't he, on Tuesday? So yeah, that so, means he's he's be fit enough now to start on Saturday, but he's hardly covered himself in glory either, really, has he in recent No, but, but I just think... Like that, you like... say, Doyle does need a rest. I mean, I think it's it's obvious. He he is um, just knackered, and he? You can just tell. He's, he's knackered, he's... In, but he's also not helping himself by doing stupid things like Cruyff turns on the halfway line. I know, but I think, I think when, you're, when you're not at peak... I think you're more likely to make those types of mistakes, aren't you? I think it's it's yeah. it's not just it's not just physical tiredness, it's mental tiredness, and also um, he's never played any. I mean, he's not the only one. Another issue we've got with recruitment: he's one of a few players we've got who are experiencing their first professional season, yeah. and it's a lot to expect all it, of them to, to, to yeah. play like because we're coming up against teams week in week out with with there might not be as good ability wise, but the seasoned professionals who know. How these leagues work and how it, this and, and it does a classic example. He's, he's, he, 
is a technical defender. He's he, he's good. It's just he's quite naive and makes mistakes as you'd expect. Uh, it's true, and every, everything we say just you can just makes January look even worse. Like we've, you know, you, we talk about Flanagan going. Even Alves could have come in. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. You just gave him <laughs> back. Like we, you could have just kept. We he got signed by Bromby, didn't he? I think. In, or was it more yeah, somebody in the somewhere, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. in Denmark? He's, gone he's now playing top tier football. In, in yeah. Denmark, but he couldn't get a game for us. In, but in even he, even he was a body, and they say, "Oh well, we've got Schmadley. Well, he doesn't exist." And there's no so point. No point even discussing What's the him? point in him? Like, well, if he can't get a it's game, really in this weird team, that it, it, I don't know what's then, going. Like, how they used him as a justification for not signing a defender, and then they don't even. That that was yeah. Best. That was a <laughs> thing. That all, yeah. That was what Speakman Speak, referenced him, didn't he? And said, yeah, we, he we, 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 we got rid of Flanagan, but we've got the same amount because Zimadzi's come back. Yeah. <laughs> I remember listening to that on the club podcast. I was like, what on earth are you talking about? This lad hasn't played at Flanagan's all. Flanagan's played every game. Zimadzi's played none of them. It's just absolutely <laughs> mental. Like, oh, no, let's not go back over that again. No, I don't want to do that. It was like, but, I'm just it's saying, annoying. Yeah, I'm just looking at Wigan's team. We're saying about our players and like, Dan Neal, Callum Doyle, Sirkin, first season in professional football. And then on the other side, you've got players like Callum Lang, Will Keane, uh, like, James McGinnis. M- Josh, uh, like James McLean, Graham Shinney, just these hardened... Dereque, like, he's, he's yeah, been around Just these age. players that yeah. have done it for so... Like, they're not and even, Amos and Goal, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah. not even that old. It's just like, they've just done it in these leagues. And it's like, that could get exploited so hard on, oh. on Saturday. Um, if, yeah. They'll just bully us. Yeah. They'll yeah. just be bullied on Saturday. I, I, and, yeah. And it's, way also, we, and it's gonna, also like, it'll be, like we're going to make a big thing out of this because it's going to be, well, we've saw that our allocation, which, and then Wigan, I think the ground will be pretty full. Actually, yeah, I think it is. Because they've been doing some ticket kind of promotions and stuff like that. So the atmosphere is just going to be like pretty wild. Yeah. And it'll kick off. Uh, it, it's going to kick off because it's that away trip. It's Bolton yes. again. It's because it's, yeah. it's 5,000 tickets. It's a really easy journey to do. A lot of people, for a lot of people, this would probably be either their first or their second trip of the season. Um, Everyone gets a bit hyped up about it and all that. And then when we're 2-0 down after 25 minutes, yeah, it's, it's a standard crack of people scrapping on each other in the stands. And so I'm quite glad I'm not going. Uh, yeah, I'm not going either. Jim is. Yeah, well, I am. And it, it is, I mean, I was there I was there at Bolton as well. It's even closer for me. It's like literally 25 minutes, 30 minutes from here. So I, I couldn't really not go. But I do think... Um, it will have that potential, Tom, like you say. It's going to go one or two ways. If somehow we do manage to, the, the, you know, we, it could turn out to be one of those away days that, that goes with the, the, the atmosphere's class. But I think what your scenario is a lot more likely where, um, oh, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah. that happened to Bolton where like people inexplicably let off flares in a really small area at half time and That's the police good. came in and yeah. it was just horrible. And it was just <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, why am I here? Like, like, why, what am I doing? But uh, hopefully it won't, that won't happen again. I think, I think in terms of like with the team, it's, we, we are going to get bullied. They're going to tell. We're going to be targeted, and the, we're going to have to play as many experienced players as we can. So Doyle to come out would definitely be one. Um, 
Bart should come in. I mean, what have we signed him for if not to if not for standing out in games where we're going to be bullied physically? That's yeah. that's one of his biggest attributes. Well, he did so on surely, his debut against yeah, Portsmouth. Exactly, exactly. He's good so then. Yeah, we're going to need Winchester. We're going to need Wright. We're going to need Pritchard because Pritchard mightn't be like the biggest guy, but he you know he 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 takes he takes and gives quite a bit of physical. He's also you know, really physical. good. Yeah, he's also really good, and then. <laughs> Obviously, Stewart up front is just going to have. He, he's going to get back. Their, their centre backs going to try their best to just just kick. They're going to kick. They'll just kick put him yeah, all, all up and down. Sandwich him. Yeah. yeah. So, but but he, uh, he stood up to it before. I'm sure he can do it again. He's he's not a lot less strong, but for nothing is he? Yeah. I, I will say. I will say though. I wouldn't be completely surprised if we didn't win. Yeah. Uh, against against all this kind of backdrop, it's like really. I think we said the other day. It's like this game. This game was built up to be, you know, pretty decisive, but now it's not. The pressure's, the pre- off. The pressure's all on them. And because they're all hyped up, because it's Sunderland, and because we're not very good, they're expected to go out there and batter us. And so are they- you saying Max Power's going to get sent off? Because I think mm-hmm. if he was playing oh. for us in a game like this, Ooh. he'd get straight red. It would be quite <laughs> funny. I think what would actually be funny <laughs> if he scored a 30-yard because apparently that, that was the most heinous crime he did here, yeah. uh, allegedly. Well, well I, I, yeah. I mean, I hope my hands up. I was, I was feeling at him at the time. Yeah. But... My, my point was, it's like, <laughs> they're going to be really fired up for it. And if we play it right, I I don't see why we won't, we could win. Because... Well then, would you like to do a prediction of that now? Okay. For us to win. Uh, no, I think we'll lose three one. <laughs> right, okay. There we go. <laughs> and is uh, is it's always is, like I'm terrible at like I'm, I never bet on anything because I'm terrible at it. So yeah. if I do all this and say we're going to win, then we're going to get we're going to get battered. So I'm going to say we'll lose three one. Okay. Who's getting our goal? Um, Jack Clark. Right. Jim. Uh, we will win two one. Okay, who's getting our calls? <laughs> uh, Stewart and yeah, Clark as well. I'll go, I'll go Clark and Stewart. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't think we're going to win either. <laughs> uh, I think we'll lose. I think we'll lose three yeah, 0 because I can't be bothered to think of a scorer. So, so I think Max we'll Power. Lose uh, no, James McLean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a oh, yeah. yeah. And then do some really, really big celebrations in front of Oh, yeah. Of I imagine, oh, yeah, he'll score in front of the Sunderland fans. Lots yeah. of booing. Lots of booing and lots of questionable chanting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 Well, you can enjoy that, Jim, as you uh, travel on a service bus. Hopefully, too. I've always wanted to go to Winnowick. I'm going to get a northern, northern, uh, northern stopper there, I think. You should get a service bus. Live the dream. Go What's away. What's a service bus? Like, like the number, like the E1. I get, I get, I get, I get the, <laughs> get the, te, get the te, 10A from here to St. Helens, then change it to St. Helens. And get the, right. Whatever their number that. bus is. To I've never been to an away game on a service bus. I, I did was... actually. I went, to, I went to that Burnley game where David, no, David Conley scored in the last minute at Turf Moor. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because I got it from Berry and it went all over the hills. Oh, I love it. Down at Burnley. Yeah, so, I mean, that was a bloody long time ago. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. if you uh, enjoy your trip to Wigan via St. Helens, Jim, oh, and uh, I'm sure oh, yeah. I'm sure you'll have a lovely day. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I probably won't be doing a pod on uh, Saturday because 
I think everyone else is going and I'm not. So, um, yeah, the, the dads will be back Monday night. Uh, so you can listen to them if you want. Sorry, <laughs> Gareth. <laughs> all right. All that's, uh, all that's left to say is uh, thanks for listening. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.